0: fellow adventurers, welcome to the Min Max Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us, and you do so as we continue the Extinction Curse. Sorry, had to do something a little different to do the same thing every time, so maybe I'll just change it up every now and then and be a little silly. Anyway, as always, we'd like to invite you to come join our Discord, where you can hang out with us and other listeners of the show. And if you'd like to throw a little financial support our way, you can check out our Patreon, and a shout-out to all of those at our big number level and above. Rock Jedi, Wolf, Blartimus Slump, Juicy Daddy, Elisa Ellie, Das Chris. Fizgig, Jacob Moriarty, AC Goldner, dickie Lopez, Carnifex, Alex K, Mordyne, Toma El Laca, Dr. Grinnis, Forevermore, Frank L, Just Mike Works. Ross D, Treehugger, Darren W, Gold Rhino and Indy League. Thank you all so much for your support, and now, a recap of Session 80. The morning after we rescue, and then subsequently recruit the Denserts, during his coffee ritual, the Professor seems a little morose. Bernard talks to him and makes him feel better. Then, Moonlight and the Wizard go into town and try to learn some things about the Aeon Tower, while Jeb and Peach Pie Stay Back to Help Around the Circus. Moonlight and the wizard encounter Ledrick and want to figure out his magic bullshit. Moonlight keeps him busy talking while the wizard surreptitiously identifies his items. They're not very interesting, but he does have a ring of sustenance, which makes sense. On their way to the library, a guy named Trevor accosts them and wants them to talk to Estessa. Estessa says something strange is going on at Fortune's Hall, which is where the bearded man Ghidarn and Cubby went. Meanwhile, the wizard gets some info from the library, but not much. He tries to learn more about the Banyan family, Ledrick's family, and does find a bunch of info along with a significant missing sentence. Action, which is highly suspicious. The gang meets back up at the circus and decides to head to Fortune's Hall, astride Phantom Steeds. As we arrive at the hall, it seems like there's a huge feast and party going on. Shit is amiss though, the place is being run by some fey creatures called Brugadaches. We do find Ghidarn and Cubby, they're playing games and have no sense of the past time. We grow a bit more suspicious, and especially so when Jeb decides to eat a little great penguin thing and decides he wants to play games. Moonlight and Turtle jump into action to defend him and the rest of us follow close behind.
1: At the top of round one, the Brugadaches are starting to making moves to close in on Moonlight after the failed coercion att- attempt. And Turtle hopping in and getting suspicious and gr- snarling at this Brugadach dealer.
2: I'm going to cast Vampiric Extanguination on them then.
1: You're casting on the three that are out in the foyer right now, not at the dealer in the room with you and Jeb and Turtle.
2: Actually, before I do that, I want to do a demoralize check on we'll with medium fey number two, the one in the back.
1: Since you failed the coercion, aren't they immune to your intimidation checks?
2: No, I mean demoralize says you're immune to demoralize for ten minutes. Coercion doesn't say anything about being immune to it, to anything else.
1: I think you're absolutely right about that. Okay.
2: Yeah, uh, we'll get a 33 against this Will DC. 33. A 33 is a success. Okay. We'll make them roll fortitude saves.
1: Fortitude saves from the rugadaches from the vampiric exsanguination. The one in the back that you demoralized fails. The other two that are closer to you succeed. The 37 and a 31 respectively.
2: Uh 31 just barely succeeds. It's too bad I didn't demoralize that one.
0: <laughs> well that would have been perfect.
2: Twelve D6 damage going out. Looks like thirty-seven shitty damage. Thirty-seven for the one that failed, eighteen for the other two.
1: As you cast the spell through and you Begin to suck the life essence from the Brugadaches. All the ones that are visible here begin to croak loudly in alarm. Oh, 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 oh. That's pretty fucking loud.
2: And I gain 18 temporary hit points.
1: Then after Moonlight, it's Peach Pie. You absolutely hear that croaking inside, and it's shrill and it's al- alarming.
2: Yeah, well, plus Moonlight casting. And... <laughs>
1: Oh, all that good stuff. The sound of battle from within.
0: Things all happening. Action one, rage, I guess. Action two and three, sudden charge?
1: Why not? So yeah, you're good to rage and then sudden charge.
0: Well, I go in the door and there's some things. I just go to this one that's just right in front of the door. I go up to him and I smack him. These creatures are now hostile towards my allies, as I had begun to suspect would happen. I roll a six, get
1: a 29, and it looks like I miss. There are four Brugadaches in the foyer, and you're attacking the one that wasn't hit by the Vampiric Exsanguination. Then that actually is going to take us over to... It's going to be a bunch of Brugadaches turn. The one that you hit goes next. It croaks loudly, and it takes a five-foot step back away from you. Yep. It casts a spell. Give me a will save. 36. Yes, you succeeded. It casts just a, a harmless spell at you. It didn't do anything. Okay. Which leads us over to one of the ones that Moonlight hit with the vampiric exsanguination. That Brugadach casts a spell at Moonlight. Moonlight, give
2: me a will save. So this is a a spell effect? It is a spell. Uh, Okay, I get a plus one from Lucky Keepsake. So I get a 38. A
1: 38 is a critical success. You are unaffected and you are aware that they just tried to cast the charm spell on you.
2: Well, it doesn't change the fact that I try to kill them, so... I mean, obviously. Okay. (laughs) But that does verify the fact that, yeah, they're casting... They're charming people into staying here.
1: You hear a little voice in your head that says,
2: Defending your friends. Yes, that's what I'm doing. Who's that?
1: Don't have a lot of time to sit on it because it is one of the other Brogadatch's turns. This is one that did also get hit by the vampiric exsanguination steps up and also casts a spell at moonlight moonlight go ahead and give me a will save
2: uh that's a 27 do i still have that other hero point yeah Yeah, you do okay i wasn't sure if i still actually got it since yeah (laughs) you
1: did get it you did that was all good rp and and i need to give it up for that so yes wait so do i have an extra one you do yes
2: i will use my point hero point and get a 34
1: 34 will succeed on that and that's its turn that takes us over to Jebediah Jebediah you haven't seen the dealer take any actions, Turtles just kind of in your way and although you saw Moonlight cast a spell at these things I don't see any reason that you wouldn't still view them as friendly because you did not see them cast any spells on Moonlight and they didn't have any effect anyways so what do you do? Jump yells, I thought the fun never ends. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> and he gets sad, but Turtle will tag number eight. Turtle absolutely will. In fact, Turtle can take a second action. I'm being generous, but. Oh, you're stating that I wouldn't be able to give her one because she's charmed?
2: Well, you're charmed. Is that what she's trying to
1: get? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She can act on her own, but you can't give her actions. Miss. Turtle moves to bite and misses. Wizard, it's your turn.
3: I'm still outside, so I need to use my first action to move in and find out what the fuck's happening.
2: Which is probably like, gone for two fucking seconds, people. Mm -hmm. you start a fight without me.
3: And then from here, I can see Moonlight and Turtle. Correct. And I know there's been spells being cast back and forth. might not know what they were, but I know spells were cast.
2: Certainly a spell that you've heard me cast before.
3: Yeah, I know your spell. I don't know what they've been doing. I never tried to recognize any of them. And then I'm going to drop a fireball in the left side of this room. Oh, okay. So you dip in the front door and hang off to the the right and then just fireball those three? I mean, I I see a bunch of them blocking the way to to get to Moonlight and Turtle. I know there's combat. I'm going to just fucking light up this place. I'm going to drop it in the very, like, bottom left corner so it doesn't hit moonlight and just hits these three and that's what 20 foot burst right yes so reflex saves from those three this is a fifth level fireball so we've got two
1: failures and one critical success on the die that's one of the ones that's blocking the door so that one will take no damage
3: and it is 10d6 and I roll mediocre as always with uh, 39 damage
1: 39. That's going to damage the one in the back that Moonlight hit with the Demoralize. He singes and burns some of the clothes that he's wearing.
3: Damage is damage.
1: Damage is damage. That's going to take us over to... Let's see this one. Oh, this is the one that Moonlight demoralized. And it's actually still frightened. But it sees that you've walked in. Peach Pie, protect me. I will. It's going to cast a
3: spell at the wizard. Cool. Go ahead and give me a will save course i'm gonna metagame this just to be a dick i know that swanny's 38 was a critical success so i'm gonna assume my 28 is a success and i'm not gonna worry about it you're correct it is a success so
1: with a success the creature casts a spell on you it is confusion and you are stunned one the whiz is always confused get wrecked <laughs> <laughs> And with its second, with its third action, it's gonna take a step back from those two, which leads us to the dealer that's in the room with Jebediah and Turtle, and the dealer is gonna look over at Jeb and it's gonna say, "What a place of bat. yeah!" And he puts a a marble in the roulette, and right in the middle of the combat, just spins it, and that leads us to. The one Brugadash combatant we haven't really talked about because it was in the hallway carrying a tray of food into one of the gaming rooms. It drops the tray and then casts a spell at Moonlight. Moonlight, give me a will save. 31 is a success. It also casts Confusion on you. You are stunned one. And that's the bottom of round one. That brings us up to the top of round two.
2: So yeah, losing my first action, second action, or second and third, I will cast a spell at medium fey number one. One
1: block in the door to get to you from the foyer.
2: Yep. So I'll need a will save from him.
1: All right. He gets a 26.
2: That is a failure. He will get a fifth level phantasmal killer. He gets 10d6 damage, which is 40, which is better than my 12d6 earlier, and is frightened too. That is my turn. Hmm.
1: I'll think about what they're terrified of. The Prugatatch The fun not going on forever. He imagines the fun ends. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> it takes 40 points of mental damage. <laughs> Pete it's your turn.
0: Peach Pie takes a step action to the northeast to get back into flanking with uh, Brogadesh number three. And we'll take a couple attacks at him. First one's going to be at 36 to hit. A 36 hits. Going to smack him up for uh, 34 damage. He takes the, the hits. And my third action will be to swing at him again and get a 36 to hit.
1: A 36 also hits
0: And we will hit him for 36
1: damage A lot of 36s there A lot of 36s, yes it is Alright, I'm done Alright, then uh, Peach Bike comes in and starts walloping this guy And it is his turn now He is going to Spend his first action to Go to run behind the bar
0: Okay, I will take an attack of opportunity on him As he does so Yeah, absolutely And we'll get a 39 to hit this time.
1: A 39
0: is a hit. And we'll deal him 37 damage. That's another big
1: hit. Peach Pie, you bloodied this guy in those three hits. Yeah. All right, then he finishes his movement to get behind the bar, and then he casts another spell at you. All right. Go ahead and give me a will save. 37. 37, that is a success don't
0: you realize motherfuckers peach pie never has fun you can't do
1: anything <laughs> to him okay david yes 37 is a success it is not a okay. critical success it just cast hideous laughter on you the target is plagued with uncontrollable laughter it can't use reactions Uh, that keeps somebody up (laughs) (laughs) right.
0: is he laughing is he crying we'll never know
1: well after him it's going to go down to the Brugadach in front of the door that's blocking the way to moonlight in the room also going to cast a spell they're just going to keep doing this moonlight will save 32 32 is a success you are not charmed perfect then it takes a step back because it's a little take it aback that it can't do anything and it's the next one's turn this one does the exact same thing give me a will save 31 that's a success so this one actually steps five feet closer to you into the hallway And moves to close the doors He doesn't have the actions to close the doors But he moves to close the doors Separating you from the foyer and the wizard And Peach Pie Uh, Jeb you see the Brugadach come up I'm going to give you a will save Because you could absolutely construe this As threatening steps towards Moonlight Because it's adjacent now 29 29 is a success So it turns into a critical success Do I snap out of it? You snap out of it. You realize that the feast that you've been eating here made you more susceptible to a surreptitious casting of charm by one of these Brugadashes. So you are now out of it. They are no longer friendly to you. They're attacking your moonlight. Well, I will walk up onto this table here and I'll just smack this guy in front of me. The one that wanted to play some roulette, he was cheating me. <laughs> doesn't matter wolf buddy he was cheating i don't think i've seen you roll over a 10 tonight. <laughs> it's been rough tonight it's right? been rough yeah we'll have turtle day. i'm still charmed i guess ouch jeb and turtle swipe and they both miss wizard you're
3: stunned one but it's your turn first action stunned so it disappears second and third action i will so both both of those doors are closed or just one of those doors closed
1: uh no they're both open
3: I don't like where I'm at. I don't like how spread out they are. Fuck it. I turn into a dragon.
1: (laughs) In a fucking house. (laughs) When in doubt, polymorph into a dragon.
3: I mean, they're just too spread out for any of my AoEs. I might as well do something that's more combat effective rather than trying to AoE like two, maybe three at a time. All right. To to change it up, I'm going to become a silver dragon. Silver dragon. Still doing cold damage. Still doing cold damage. That's the important bit. That's my turn.
1: Then after the wizard turns into a dragon, brings us over to one of the guys in the atrium, or the foyer, casts a spell at the wizard, because, oh, God, look at the dragon. Give me a will save. Uh, 33. Uh, the fun ends. Tried to cast charm at you. That takes us over to the dealer that just got smacked by Jeb. And, oh, Jeb will get an attack of opportunity because he's going to cast a spell in Jeb's face. Oh, (laughs) damn it. Oh, oh God. All all the rolls are sub six. You have a hero point. Sure. Good. I bullied you into it. Now I can kill you with no issue. (laughs) 35. 35 does hit, though. It's not a crit. 32. 32. Big slice there. But it is going to still get that spell off. It's going to cast... This is a special T ability. You need to give me a will save. 30. A 30 is a success. So that means you'll take half damage. So it means it's a critical. Oh, never mind. You'll take none of damage. It's going to try to feast on your ambient brain power since you were so recently affected by the, the feast but you completely warded off. Titties. Okay, that's its turn. That's going to take us over to the one with the serving tray. This one's going to try something a little bit different. Everybody's been trying to to cast their, their charm spells. Instead, this one's going to sing a song, and it's going to be casting enthrall, and it's trying to fascinate. So that means everybody gives me a will save. Everyone's within 120-foot range.
0: I ain't within 20
1: feet
2: of shit. No, hundred and twenty feet.
0: Oh, hundred and twenty feet.
1: hundred and twenty feet. How
2: about a nat one for a twenty-three? A nat
1: one. Oh, goodness. That's a critical failure. Thirty-six. Okay, so everybody else succeeds except for Moonlight. He's just fascinated. Take a minus two pit status penalty to perception and skill checks, and you can't use actions with a concentrate trait unless they're the intended consequences or related to the subject of your fascination. Okay, that is going to take us over to Moonlight top of round 3
2: I mean I can still attack I can still attack him I can't use actions with the Concentrate trait I'm confused by what exactly Fascinate does
1: I mean yeah it's a level 3 spell if it affected anyone in 120 range that just
2: couldn't do anything against them that'd be pretty powerful (laughs) and I can even cast spells at him
1: Oh, so I think it specifically calls out that you're so fascinated with them that you need to to pay attention to them, and you can't use concentrate
2: trait unless they or their intended consequences are related to the subject. So it's a taunt,
1: yeah, sure, sort of. Be, sort be, it's of it's a, it's a, taunt. Like a taunt. Taunt,
2: yeah. <laughs> I've never really looked at it. I mean, it's kind of pointless. <laughs> <laughs> I guess unless he wanted to be attacked. I'm just going to use another level five phantasmal killer. Need a will save.
1: Uh, Gets a 37.
2: That is a success. So he does not take very much damage. He takes 15 damage and is frightened one. Okay. Peach pie. It's your turn.
0: Yeah. Peach pie. Well, first question. How tall would you say that bar is? Uh, Not very
1: tall. Uh, Three feet tall.
0: Three feet, excellent. You do not have to make a check to jump three feet. Not that I was worried about making a check, because I could have done it anyway. But I jump up on top of the bar, and I swing my hammer down on this guy's head. And I did move ten feet, so I could make that jump. And I get a 40. That's a critical hit. Boom. Die, motherfucker. How much damage? I deal him 69 damage. Nice. But don't kill him. I guess he's not quite dead, though. Well, then I'll take a second attack on him with my third action. Aw, gonna miss with a 21, though.
1: Done. It is going to be his turn. He is absolutely backed into a corner with this huge clown smashing him with the hammer. He's taken all of the damage from the hammer, and he, out of desperation, goes to bite at you. It's the first time any of them have tried to do anything damaging or hostile in a physical way. And misses with the 26, and it's just going to go all out on Peach Pie here for a second. Second attack with a claw, 17 will miss. Third attack with a claw, 28 will miss. He's frantically swinging at Peach Pie and just can't connect. And I noticed that he did not spend an action sustaining his hideous laughter on me. He did not, no. Excellent. The other ones over here aren't doing quite that bad, so they're going to continue to attempt to cast their spells. So this one's going to cast on Moonlight. Moonlight, give me a will save.
2: 28.
1: A 28 is a success. You are not charmed. Which leads us to the one that's right next to you. It's going to finish closing the doors to the foyer. So it uses an action, an interact action, to close these doors. And then it's going to use its second and third action to cast a Produce Flame at Moonlight. It gets a nat 20 on the die. Motherfucker. That'll it. And deals you 28 points of fire damage. I take 10. And because it's a critical hit, you actually take an additional 4d4 fire damage, persistent fire damage.
2: An awful lot of net 20s you're rolling there, Tyler. It really
1: is. Let's go take his third action to step north. That takes us over to Jebediah. It's your turn. I will start swinging and biting. Hey! Nice. 39 hits. 27 on number eight, getting some deeps in, and we'll go again. 35. That also hits. We'll give Turtle two attacks. 34. (laughs) You're coming up for the coming in for the show now. 16.
3: Oh, finally a miss.
0: Three hits though.
1: Yeah, and Turtle deal a total of 67 damage. How much HP do these guys have? Who's still green? All right, whatever. Lots. Wizard. Now a dragon, enclosed in the foyer with two brugadaches on the west side of this room. Peach pie seems like he's got the other one well in hand.
3: Breath weapon, 30-foot cone. Should hit the two in front of me, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I do the uh, reflex saves against my spell DC, I believe.
1: Yes. So we got 29 on the first one, 33 on the second.
3: 33 succeeds, 29 fails. And damage for silver dragon breath weapon is eight d eight cold. Nice, that's pretty good. Decent roll, forty two damage. So twenty one for the one with the success. And my third action, I'm going to move up right into their fucking faces and be like, "Yo, I'm a dragon."
1: I'm a dragon.
3: Oh, <laughs> I have to roll d four to find out how long I can't use my breath weapon too. Ouch. rounds without my breath weapon Oof.
1: Well, that is the wizard's turn. That's gonna bring us over to a little bit of a fey festival here. This one, similar to the ones across the way here, are starting to get a little frantic, and they're running out of spells. So, he's gonna take his first action to step back from the wizard ten feet, back into the corner, and he's also gonna cast Produce Flame at the wizard. Gets a 39 to hit. That will hit... And deals 9 damage to the wizard.
3: Okay, I had 10 temporary hit points, so I have 1 temporary hit point left.
1: Then that leads us up to the dealer. He's going to try to tumble through. No, he can't. This is why Soro couldn't get out of the embalming lab. There's too many people in the way. He's stuck too. Jeb, he's going to cast a spell. I'm going to attack him. Done. <laughs> Done. 26 misses. Uh, he's casting fear. 29 is a success on the will save. So that means he fails. He takes a five foot step further away so he's not in range of turtle. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and go with a another will save on you, Will. Moonlight.
2: 27. 27. But. But. This is number six. He's frightened one, so his DC is reduced by one.
1: Oh, ha ha. Look at you. Yes, that is true. And that means that it's a success. Uh, yes. You succeeded on the uh, hideous laughter that it casts. Uh,
2: so I can't I can't use reactions. You can't use reactions. <laughs> that, that, that matters to you. Oh, shucks. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I used a reaction. I
1: don't know if you have any. Well, Moonlight, it is your turn, and you are no longer fascinated.
2: You are still on fire, though. Yep, I am. I'm going to look at number four here and go... You really shouldn't get that close to me. Uh, 42 intimidate check for uh, Demoralize. That's a critical success. You don't say. He's frightened too. And, oh, guess what? Uh, on his turn he runs away. Oh, he's fleeing as well. Yes. And I'm going to reach out and touch him with my other two actions.
1: Ah. I need a fortitude save. Okay. The uh, 27
2: As a failure, I'm using Vampiric Touch It's only a level 4 But we will deal him Shitty rolls 19 oh. damage Nineteen up Wow, 86. those There's a lot of ones uh, Alright, he takes that 19 damage And I gain 9 temporary hit points Looks like it, yeah And that's my turn see what happens with that persistent damage.
1: After Moonlight sucks some of the life force out of this Dash, it's gonna Moonlight's gonna burn a little bit take 7 points of fire damage
2: Okay, some of my temporary hit points go away, and I get a 9 on the persistent check
1: So it sticks around, but hey you didn't take any actual HP damage, that's solid. That's gonna take us over to Petefy, it's your turn
0: I kill this guy time for him to be dead Oh, I use one of my hero points because I missed on that attack. We try again. That's a nat 1. I miss wow. again. Yep. Well, at least that's just one attack. Second action, a 34 to hit. That'll hit. We'll deal him 48 damage.
1: That kills him. You splatter his brains all over the back of the bar.
0: And with my third action, I hop
1: down off the bar and run towards the other things that need killing. Well, now that that guy's dead... That's going to take us over to a Brugadash that's right in front of the wizard. Now he sees the dragon coming at him. Peach Pie is now, after killing one of his friends, running that direction. He's going to use an action to step up to the door. Another action to open it. And then a third action to run down the hallway. He is running away. And so is the one that Moonlight scared. He's also running away. Jeb. It's your turn. You've got a cowering dealer in the corner. I don't even know what's going on. I'm just fucking hitting people still. Smacking. <laughs> 34 hits. He's almost dead, Jeb. I swear. And I'll just give Turtle a turn, and she's going to go pounce up on these idiots and hit number one. All right. Well, Turtle runs up on the two that are running away from Moonlight and gets one them in the back with 14 damage. Wizard, that takes us over to you. You've got one that's fleeing from you and one that's
3: cowering in front of you. I reach on all my shit. I don't get reach? That's some bullshit. (laughs) My tail attack gets reach 10. Nothing else gets reach. First action, I'm just going to move up right into his face and I'm going to start trying to eat him. Jaws attack. Om nom nom. Does a 34 hit. 34 hits? This will be 2d12 plus 2d6 plus 6. So 27 damage. 27 combination of piercing and cold if either one matters not all okay third action i will just do the same thing just another bite you guys aren't that hard to hit right as long as you keep rolling decent 33 to hit 33 hits i rolled really fucking well on that that's a uh, 29 35 damage
1: 35 on that one solid hit it's still up but it's not looking great Well, that leads it to the one that was getting bitten and eaten. It didn't get grabbed or anything, so it's going to use its first action to run the fuck away from the dragon that's eating it. With its first action, it ends up right behind Turtle. So with its second action, it actually uses tumble through to try to get through Turtle's square. Well, it's not the greatest at this, so it's just... Nine's not going to beat Turtle's reflex DC. So it stops right there, fails on the tumble through, and it tries again. Oh God, it needs to get away. Fails. Rolled the exact same thing. Jeb, you've got this one backed into a corner. It's just gonna outright attack you. 27 misses though. And 22 misses on that attack, on the claw attack. And 16 on the second claw. Backed into a corner and swings wildly, no effect. Well, that's going to take us over to one of the other creatures. It, it, it's seen the trend here, and the trend is to run away. So it's going to follow suit. It actually dives into a theater, or a door off to the right-hand side. Now, straight up, there's a sign that says theater outside the door. But that's where he goes. That takes us up to the top of round five. Moonlight, it's your turn.
2: All right, so I will attempt a demoralize... We will get a 38.
1: A 38. It is a success, not a critical success.
2: He is Frightened One. And then I will need a will save from Mr. Number One.
1: He gets a 34.
2: Well, that's a success, so he's only going to take a little bit of mental damage. 16 mental damage from a phantasmal killer. He sees his tadpoles (laughs) sitting in the sun with no water as they die
1: then after moonlight uh, casts phantasmal killer you're gonna take some persistent fire damage yep you're gonna take 10 points of fire damage what was your flat check to overcome the persistent i got a 15 nice so i succeed the fire goes out on moonlight that brings us over to peach pie in the foyer with the dragon no enemies present wait hold on a second do you drop out a rage then I don't have to be able to see the enemies. I just have to know enemies are present. Oh, okay. Then you are still aware that enemies are, in fact, present. Mm. Yes. I can still hear battle coming from over there. Yes.
0: All right. So uh, with my first action, I can move 30 feet and get right up to these guys here. And, uh, hey, look, there's a guy. Let's hit him with the hammer. Oh, I'd have flanking, wouldn't I? Oh, my God. You do have flanking because
1: turtle's on the other because side. Turtle. Yes. Thanks, turtle. Flanking swing. 30 to hit. 30 hits because of flanking. I assume so.
0: 32 damage. Big hit on this, Brutal Dodge. And with my third action, we'll just attack again. That's a net 20.
1: That's <laughs> a critical hit. Let's see it. Chica. Boom. 68 damage. Indeed. That kills him outright. You smash him into the floor of
2: Fortune's Hall. Done. A flat hundred damage between those in that round for you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it is two isn't hits, straight up a hundred damage.
1: <laughs> All right, then that's going to take us over to the Brugadach that Moonlight intimidated and cast Phantasmal Killer with the last round. With their first action, they will flee the hallway where they are stuck in here with Turtle, Peach Pie, and Moonlight. They disappear into that room in the hallway you don't see what they do next what these
0: guys don't understand is that we're not trapped in here with them they're trapped
1: in here with us <laughs> well that's gonna take us over to jebediah jebediah you are still in the roulette room with the dealer the fun never ends Axe to the face <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I got my rolls back, motherfuckers. Uh, Does a 40 (laughs) hit? A 40 is a critical hit. Good night, Brugadich. Hell yeah. 66 damage? 66 damage. He does not die, but he is literally on his last limbs as you slice through him your axe, causing electricity to course through his amphibious body. 21 will miss. Um Jeb going fishing Oh two's already dead Which is on turtles right next to you That's correct yeah. yeah there's only the
0: one that ran away from turtle
1: really Turtle's not silly enough to chase So she'll just stay by moonlight I think And yeah, Jeb will just Attempt another strike here 15 Damn. 15 is a miss And that's gonna take us over To the wizard In dragon form in the foyer still It's your turn
0: Like, right when you said that, the first thing that popped in my head was the wizard in drag,
1: and, like, I immediately had that thought. Oh, God. Can we get some fan art of somebody drawing the wizard in drag, please? (laughs) I don't think you had to do too much. Just give him boobs.
3: (laughs) Uh, I've moved 40 feet to the north to see inside and see a very large fey in front of me from the looks of it. Oh, Yeah. So, Wizard, you go
1: down the hallway past Peach Pie, past Moonlight and Turtle, looking into the room where the Brugadaches are fleeing into. And this room is a large theater, uh, and it's beautiful. There are uh, rows of comfortable-looking seats. There is a stage up at the front of the theater uh, that is lit up right now. On the stage are a dozen or more actors, humans, who look emaciated and exhausted, and it looks as though they're being forced to perform against their will. As you pass the open door to the theater, you also see two other fey creatures in here. And I'm going to go ahead and share the art. They are large in size, sitting right in front of the stage. Oh my goodness, that is absolutely... Is this the adult version?
2: Is that like royalty or something?
1: It looks very similar to the Brugadaches that you've been fighting, but of course much larger in size. I don't know if royalty is the right word for it, but they have this big, nasty, long, black tongue. And they're just oversized and like sitting there at a big, froggy blob. Very Jabba the Hutt-esque. Yes, 100%. Well, that's what the wizard sees in that room, and in the theater, you've got three of the Brogadaches that have fled, and these two
2: large assholes. I need to make a knowledge check to find out what the fuck it is.
3: Try to decide if I would just attack it or not. Fuck it. Uh, second action, I will dismiss Dragon Form. Okay. Is it just a single action to do that? Really? Yeah. And then I will. I'll quicken cast Enervation on the two big guys in front of me. And since that's. A line that goes through. Yeah, it's
1: a 30-foot line. So it's a 30-foot line enervation, and that catches both of the large frog monstrosities in front of you. It's a fortitude save, right? Uh, yeah. We've got a 37 from one of them, which is a success, and the other one rolls a nat 20, critical success.
3: I regret this quite a bit. <laughs> Oof. Uh, critical su- success is unaffected. Uh, regular success will take 2d8 persistent negative damage. Then, after the wizard
1: runs up to the doorway to the theater, shifts back down into his elven form and throws an enervation onto these two, it is the Brugadacha's turn, the one that is in the raffle room with Jebediah. And being backed into a corner here is going to claw and bite at Jebediah. First as a bite attack. Does a 38 hit. Yeah. 28 points of damage I almost rolled max on that And then we will claw you twice Probably missed twice First one's an 18 to hit and misses Fumbles and loses an arm <laughs> Second one Rolled a 4, 15 uh, misses as well and Loses the other one well, that is the uh, the frantically swinging Brugadach in the roulette room with Jeb. Now we're going to go over to one of the Brugadaches who are in the theater. And they are speaking in Sylvan to the large frog monstrosities that are watching the show take place in front of them on the stage. And the wizard, you can understand them. Uh, they're not speaking in common for this. But they are basically screaming for help from these two. And they both look lazily over at the wizard. They hardly even reacted to the line that just passed through them, the innervation. With its first action, will take some steps back away from the wizard and then cast a spell on him. They are going to cast Produce Flame. Does a 30 hit? Yeah, it does. Wizard, you take 15 points of fire damage. Then after its turn, we're going to go back up to the top of the order. This is round six, and the large fey creature, the huge frog here, looks over at the wizard. It's going to cast a spell. Wizard, give me a will save. Forty. Fuck, that is a success, but not a critical success. You are stunned one. As you fight off this creature's demands to you to turn to your friends and cast spells at them. Thank you for rolling a 19. You succeeded against the dominate spell. With its third action, it's going to use something called Etheric Tug. Wizard, give me a fortitude save.
3: 37.
1: 37. That is a success. You feel these etheric fibers r- grab onto you and start pulling you closer to the large frog creature, but you resist. Moonlight, it's your turn.
3: I'm glad you rolled well on both of those fucking <laughs> <It is> no <laughs> That kid. all sounded terrible. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's all bad. He's trying to punish me for walking up to that door.
2: <laughs> so did you say there are people in this room
3: There are. If
1: you look at the stage... humans and stuff? Yeah, consider the entirety of the stage basically filled with staff members, actors, servers, things like that performing, looks like against their will, for these two large frog creatures.
2: I'm I'm trying to figure out Phantasmal Calamity... Okay, like if I cast that in this room, is it going to affect?
1: Oh, I see. Are you gonna inadvertently hit a bunch of people that you can't see
2: outside of the theater on the other side? I have to move them in here though so I can see these people. but I hit I hit all of them, right? I think I think I do. Oh, absolutely. yeah, you hit, hit every single one, of them. all five of them. It will saves from all of them. All right, here we go is getting
1: five of the enemies, three of the brugadaches, and then the two frog creatures. One of the frog creatures gets a success with a 32. The other one fails with a 28. And between the three brugadaches, two succeed and one fail.
2: Okay, so no critical successes, no critical failures, so nothing terribly special happens other than 11d6 damage. And that's 46 damage
1: 46 damage Nice Given that there's 5 of them That's well over 100 damage You dealt with that
2: Uh So that's my turn Then
1: after moonlight We're gonna go over to One of the large frogs And with It's first action The first thing it's going to do Is it's going to use It's Tugging Ability So wizard Give me another Fortitude save Is it gonna tug With it's tongue Not technically Thirty-three. The wizard resists again as ethereal strands of darkness reach out towards him and attempt to pull him closer to the frogs, but he succeeds. You're just killing of those saves over there, wizard.
2: Right. <laughs> Thank God.
1: <laughs> you're, you're a spell tank is what you are right now. Then it is going to cast another spell. This one's going to cast a spell at you, wizard. I need a will save once more.
3: 35? (laughs) (laughs) I haven't rolled below a fucking 10, man.
1: You're just killing these. It's casting confusion. You can't confuse what's already confused. Then that means you're just stunned one with a success. After the wizard continues to tank will saves, the Brugadach that just cast that spell at him takes the seven points of negative damage from the innervation they get a 16 to overcome the persistent damage which is a success that takes us over to peach pie peach pie it's your turn
0: Wiz is right in front of the door right correct and i can hear that there's clearly shit coming from in there right clearly i mean we're casting spells in there so yeah i use sudden charge because i know i'm going to be doing something Since I'm using Sudden Charge, I am going to try and make room for other people to get in here and move to here, I think. Does he take an attack of opportunity on me or anything? He does not. Okay. Well, I start swinging. 37 to
1: hit. 37 hits.
0: There's five enemies in here. I wasn't expecting that, but here we go. 44 damage with my first attack.
1: Forty-four damage. There's almost this like splat sound as you, your hammer bounces off the flubbery body of this giant frog.
0: Yeah, pretty good rolls. You know, I don't talk about it much, but my hammer does deal one d six sonic damage, and I could just imagine like this, and just making his flab go. <laughs> blah, 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 blah,
1: blah. <laughs> it's just the waves of fat just <laughs> flabbing around yeah, on the exactly, scene.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then with my third action, I will just make a s- no third action. I move back a little bit, away from him.
1: Peach Pie, as you attempt to move away from the creature, give me a fortitude save.
0: Ooh, okay. Because my likelihood of hitting is pretty low, and that way I'd be getting out of the way of my casters doing some AOEs. So that's a 29, which I'm thinking
1: probably doesn't succeed. A 29 does fail. Oh, dude, you see how he got you there? He's hesitated you trying to move into this aura as you try to step away those ethereal strands that were that were whipping out and trying to catch the wizard wrap peach pie around his waist and prevent him from moving away your action is wasted oh that's it and you are right next to it still oh uh, well whatever i don't really care about that anyway i was just trying to get out of the way for some aoe's it's fine trying to keep you close i'm done Then after Peach Pie, we're going to go over to one of the Brugadaches, who's in the back of the theater, is going to step up to Peach Pie. Because of how the seats of the theater are laid out, it cannot move in a way that prevents an attack of opportunity from Peach Pie. So, Peach Pie, as this Brugadach goes in to flank you with the giant frog, you do get an attack of opportunity.
0: Ha ha. And he's real injured. I'm all killing. With a 34
1: to hit. A 34 hits. 39 damage As he cautiously moves up to you To flank you Peach Pie whips around and just clocks him And he flies back against one of the theater seats And it tips backwards as it hits the floor yeah. Yeah, That's fun It's I like that. dead Very good Okay. Well, as Peach Pie attack of opportunities that Brugadach to death, they don't get a chance to do anything. So one of the other Brugadaches will step up in the place where their ally attempted to move to. Man, I need combat reflexes. And is flanking Peach Pie and will make a jaw attack. Does a 37 hit? It does. This one's jaw is clamped down around Peach Pie and you take 23 points of damage. (laughs) and it thank you (laughs) it takes uh, its third action to actually grab you so it bites down on your arm and it holds you in place you are now grabbed which takes us over to Jeb it's your turn Hey, Jeb's gonna walk out past the Brugadage he's done with this guy the fun has ended (laughs) <laughs> He's practically dead. He's fine. Uh, and as Jeb slides up, Turtle's just going to impose herself in front of the door of the other Brugadash. And just oh. guarding. Like, she's just like, oh, it's mine now. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I got to say it. The Brugadash, like backs up against the wall with, with <laughs> Turtle coming in. And she, she realizes she can't fit through the door, so she's just kind of staring at him. <laughs> what? Well, just like a cat takes a seat, just waiting for it to come out. Playing with its food. Are we going to say I can stand on this podium to strike this thing? It's large, right? You would have to spend an action to actually get onto the stage. One action to move up to wizard, and then I'll move into the room and strike this fey creature here. This Whatever this frog-looking thing is. Jabba the hut looking ass. <laughs> 31. 31 misses. All right, that's all good. Then after Jeb, it's the wizard's turn. Wizard, you lose your first
3: action to the stun condition. I cast fourth level invisibility on myself. Ooh. Wizard goes invisible.
0: Is that like greater invisibility then?
1: It is. Nice. Well, that's going to take us over to (laughs) the Brugabatch, who is the roulette guy uh, in in the room uh, that Turtle is guarding. And it... It spends all three of its actions croaking in fear and cowering in the corner, which takes us over to a Datch in the theater. This one is standing in the back and will hop up to Peach Pie and make a Jaws attack on him. He gets a 37 to hit. Same thing the last one got hit. Peach Pie, you take 19 points of piercing damage. These poor sad little bastards. (laughs) And we'll use its third action to attack you with a claw. Oh, that was almost 20. 23 to hit. Miss. Well, that is his turn. That's going to take us over to the large fey creature next to Peach Pie. They're all next to Peach Pie. It's true. Yeah, they are. Peach
0: Pie is surrounded.
1: (laughs) With its first action, it's going to make a jaw attack on Peach Pie. Peach Pie does a 39 hit. Yeah, I
0: guess with flat-footed, that would just be a critical.
1: Then Peach Pie, you are going to take seventy-four points of bludgeoning damage.
0: Okay, they finally did something. They finally did something.
1: As this creature chomps down, and and it's so big, I imagine it like like its its mouth engulfs Peach Pie's head and shoulders, and is like clamping down on your chest, and your head is stuck inside of it. It uses its second
2: action to grab you,
1: and then it needs to grab you for its third action, though. It uses Swallow Hole.
2: Okay, there's rules about trying to do something like that when he's already grabbed, though. Yeah, either that or he's going to just bring his friend along
1: with me. I mean, he's immobilized.
2: Right, and under immobilized, it's like if you try to move someone that's already immobilized, you have to make a check against that person.
1: If you're immobilized by something holding you in place, and an external force would move you out of your space, the force must succeed a check against either the DC of the effect holding you in place, or the relevant defense, usually Fortitude DC, of the monster holding you in place. Well, that's really, really fucking specific, isn't
2: it? Yeah. So I mean, he's already being immobilized by the first guy.
1: Mm-hmm. So he's the the large frog creature is going to need to make a a check to attempt to force Peach Pie out of its grip as part of this Swallow Hole action. Correct. So let's go with the Swallow Hole first and foremost. Now, the Swallow Hole ability does have the attack trait, and it is not agile, so it's going to make the Athletics check versus Peach Pie's Reflex DC first at a minus five. Peach Pie, does a 39 beat your reflex DC? It critically succeeds, in fact. It does. Okay, so then it, it is attempting to swallow Peach Pie a whole here, and it doesn't say that the check against the DC of the effect holding you in place has the attack trait. So this actually does not get the minus five as it attempts to rip it from its comrade's grasp. Oh shit. Twenty-nine. That might that might not do it actually. Thirty-two. So the large frog creature attempts to like bring peach Pie up and start swallowing him whole. But the brookadatch that's currently grabbing onto him actually pulls peach pie back down and the swallow hole action is wasted.
0: Rules lawyer. Wow. <laughs> They're playing of <target> peach
1: pie. <laughs> They're pulling peach pie between the two of them. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. That's okay. Uh, Swanee, take a hero
2: point for rules lawyering lawyer, so fucking well on that. I had looked that up a while ago for something else, and I came across that, and I'm like, God, when would this ever be useful? And
1: here we are. And here, <laughs> here we, we are. are. Oh, man. All right. Well, then after that uh, large frog attempts to swallow Peach Pie and fails, Moonlight, it's your turn.
2: Um, God, there's so many enemies in there right now.
1: There are four of them.
2: I really don't want to actually get into that room with them. God, this is probably a really bad idea. Um, Moonlight's going to move in next to Large Fay number 2. Okay. 30-foot cone. Can I do this without hitting Peach Pie? Probably not. That would hit everybody, including Peach Pie, correct? Yeah, uh, that's exactly
1: where I thought you were going to put that. Yep. So you choose the cone template that's going to damage all four of the enemies, enemies in this room, but you're also going to get Peach by in this, because he's you know, currently being the rope in a game of tug-of-war.
2: Make it a fortitude save. It's a fortitude save. Hell yeah. Um, Moonlight's really hoping this works. Really, really hoping this works. <laughs> <laughs> um, I right. right, yeah. need a fortitude save from all of these guys. We've got... One of the large fei succeeds. One of
1: the smaller Brugadaches fails. The other large fei critically succeeds. The Brugadache that's holding on to Peach Pie also fails.
2: Peach Pie, what do you get?
1: I critically succeed. Nice. What spell are you
2: casting? Vampiric Extanguination. Oh, that's so many D6s. Not very good a roll, though. Yeah, not great rolls. So 37 damage to the two that failed... Half to the one that succeeded and none to the one that critically succeeded. Not great damage, but I get 18 temporary hit points. So Nice. And deal a bunch of damage to everybody, but none to Peach Pie. Perfect. Good choice. Is that your turn?
1: Yes. Well, that's going to take us over to the large fey creature. Uh, this one is not the one holding Peach Pie. He is further in the back here. That fey creature begins casting a spell. Is out of Peach Pie's reach, so his Peach Pie will not be getting an attack of opportunity here. I need Moonlight to give me a will save.
2: Oh, okay, you said this is a spell.
1: Correct, it is a spell. 37. Nice. A 37 is a success. You had the spell Paralyze cast at you, and instead of you being paralyzed for several rounds, you are instead stunned one for succeeding that spell. Oh, okay. With its third action, it's going to bite Peach Pie. It gets a 35 to hit. That will hit. Peach Pie, you are going to take 24 points of bludgeoning damage. Alrighty, they finally got me past half. Well, then that's its turn. Peach Pie, you are currently grabbed by two creatures.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to do a battle medicine on myself with my first action. Okay. Okay.
1: Just picture Peach Pine patching himself up while he's in the mouth of this creature. It works. It works.
2: I oh, you know no, it works. Um, If that's a manipulate, it's a flat check. That's correct. Yeah, you need to make a DC 5 flat check.
0: Okay, let's do that first then.
1: I roll 13. That succeeds. You do not lose the battle in action. And I am going
0: to set the DC to 20. And I succeed. I'll heal myself. 2d8 plus...
1: 15. You're able to heal yourself while being double (laughs) gripped. Isn't it great? Isn't it
0: great? Okay. (laughs) Okay. 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 (laughs) I heal myself 25 with my first action. Excellent. Then with my second action, I'm gonna attack Brigadier number 4.
1: Is the one that is currently grabbing you with the big guy.
0: The one that is currently grabbing me and flanking me so we're gonna we're gonna try and take him down i think he's got too much hp for me to kill him but we're gonna we're gonna at least attack him first attack is a 32 to hit 32 hits not a great rolls. 26 damage 26 is a good hit but doesn't kill him yeah we'll attempt to hit him again with my third action roll pretty well get a 35 to hit a 35 hits and we'll deal him 40 damage.
1: Much better on that hit. It takes that 66 damage that you deal it, and it still hangs on to you. I'm done. Then it is that Brugadach's turn. It's going to use its first action to maintain the grab that it has on you. It's going to use its second action. You don't have the grabbed condition when you're grabbing somebody, right? So he can technically cast a spell right now. Correct. Correct. That is what it's going to attempt to do.
2: Yeah, they got rid of the grabbed
0: thing. I attack of opportunity him because he's an idiot.
1: Oh, what a stupid
0: frog. I get a 35 to hit him. 35 hits. And I will deal him 37 damage. That is
1: (laughs) a big hit, and he is truly just hanging by a thread. But that spell does go off, and Peach Pie, you need to give me a will save.
0: Will... Ooh, that's not so great. That's a 22. I think I will take my
1: attack or
0: my hero point here. Would that be a good idea? These guys don't deal poison damage. I should be fine if they take me down. So I reroll and I get a 34.
1: A 34 is a success. It casts the confusion spell at you. Excellent. And with the success, you will babble coherently and be stunned one. Okay. Then after its turn, we go over to Jebediah. It's your turn. Turtle screams at Dutch 8. <laughs> and that's her turn. You he just wanted to do that. Jeb will attempt to cast a spell. Is he interrupted by any means? No, he can't interrupt you with a reaction if you cast a spell. Okay. I'll heal Peach Pie for 79. Jesus, thank you. Yes, sir. And then I'll wind up the old axe. Fuck. Dropping seventy nine worth of healing and attacking. I am a Magus. <laughs> What'd you get? Uh, Thirty eight to hit. Followed up with twenty eight damage on the uh, job of the hut looking man. And then I will pass turn. Jeb attack and he protect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wizard, it's your turn.
3: Uh, the wizard starts working his way into the room while being invisible. Just, excuse me. Blocking past like Jeb. <laughs> Uh, How do I get up onto the stage? You just need to spend an action to climb up to it. I have to spend a full action to climb up there? God damn it. Is this the spot? You could stand there without climbing, yes. Okay, I I go to this corner spot, like right between Jeb and the stage, and I cast Kona Cold on basically the entire room except for the stage. Okay, who's going to get caught in that? Looks like all the enemies and the peach
1: pie? And the peach pie. Make a good reflex save. We shall see. Did everybody <laughs>
2: just fail? No, Except it's, for it's, me. <laughs> you succeeded?
1: Nice. Peach 5 succeeds with a 34. Everyone else, regular failure. God, that's, that's, wow, that's fucking great. 12d6 damage. I roll 38. The Brookadach that is holding on to Peach dies from the Cone of Cold. So that's one more down. There are only three enemies remaining in the theater. Two big boys and One little brugadach, the brugadach who is in the roulette room that is being guarded by Turtle, continues to cower. Which brings us over to the only remaining brugadach in this theater. He is going to take a five-foot step to flank with the big frog and make a jaw attack versus Peach Pie. Gets a twenty-eight to hit. Not a miss. Damn. With its third action. It is going to use aid. And it is going to aid the big guy in making Peach Pie easier to hit. In the aid basic action, it is a reaction. And what they need to do is they need to spend an action on their turn and prepare to help their ally. And they need to make a DC 20 check in order to succeed on the aid. So in order to make it easier for the big guys to hit, It's going to kind of scramble and pull Peach Pie's hands out of the way of his midsection so that there's a clear line of sight and a clear place to attack. And for this, it's going to use an athletics check. This is going to be versus Peach Pie's AC as opposed to a DC 20 because I feel like that's more applicable in this case. Interesting. So, Peach Pie, a 23 athletics check. 23 does not overcome your AC. It certainly does not. Okay, then it is not going to be able to aid, and that action is wasted. Then that's its turn. That's going to take us back up to the top of round eight here, and it is the large fey that has Peach Pie in his mouth, and he's going to use his first action to attempt to swallow Peach Pie whole. So an athletics check versus Peach Pie's reflex DC. Peach Pie, does A-37 beat your reflex DC? It does... Then it leans its head back and kind of does that things that, that, that seagulls do, and it's trying to swallow a fist, and, got, and just engulfs Peach Pie. You are swallowed, my friend. Well, okay. Say engulf or It's Swallow. It's specifically <laughs> swallow. Yeah, I, I, I have to stop using
2: flavor text
1: that has rules attached to it. <laughs> um, then with its second and third action, well, sorry, for uh, using a free action, it's going to burp loudly. And then with its second and third action, it is going to cast a spell. And it's a cone spell. It's going to catch Moonlight and Jabadiah in it intentionally, but also get the Wiz, who is invisible. I need everybody to give me a will save.
2: I think I'm going to use one of my hero points. Okay. That's probably not any better. 32. A 32
1: is a failure. So, Moonlight fails with a 32, but... The Wizard and Jebediah succeed with a 35 and a 36, respectively. The spell in question here is crushing despair. So for those of you who succeeded Wizard and Jebediah, for one round you can't use reactions, and you must attempt another save on the start of your turn. On a failure, you are slowed one for that turn as you sob uncontrollably. What happens on a critical success? Uh, The creature is unaffected. Perfect, thanks. Jeb's got that iron will. What is it called? <laughs> resolve. I think it's. Yeah, resolve sounds right. She actually increased that from a success to a critical success. Okay. She's looking at my fucking abilities page is almost overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, so many things on there. We are level twelve right now, right? I know. Yeah, but like yeah. every section's got like thirteen things. <laughs> yeah, actually more than that. But yeah. So Jebediah does not come under the uh, influence of Crushing Despair. Wizard, you are unable to use reactions, and on the beginning of your turn, you have to give another another will save or lose an action. Moonlight, you are slowed one. The entire effect lasts for one minute, and at the beginning of each of your turns, you will need to make a save. And if you fail, then for that round, you're slowed one. You're going to be making a will save at the beginning of each of your turns to figure out if you lose your first action to slowed or not. Then that's actually going to be the end of its turn. And we are going to go straight over to Moonlight, who needs to give me a will save.
2: I don't really need to give you a will save. I'm already stunned one, so... Oh, it won't really matter. Yep. I am going to use my focus spell, Consuming Darkness. 10 foot emanation, which I think is two boxes out, right? Yes. And I haven't used it for a while. All enemies within this 10 foot emanation have to give me a reflex save. Ah, okay, so. So this will hit Large Fey 2 and Brugadach number 6. They need to give me reflex saves. We've got a failure from the Brugadach.
1: And even with a 19 on the die, the big guy just is a regular success not a critical success.
2: So it only does 3d6 damage. So one will take 11, one will take 6. Minus 5 foot penalty to large fey number 2. Minus 10 foot penalty to number 6. Not that I expect they're going to be going very far, but... Well, I mean, the big guy specifically is not going to move. But that's that's my turn. Then after moonlight
1: we're going to go over to the large frog monster who is not eating peach pie. Wizard, when you cast Invisibility, you did it in the doorway, correct?
3: Yeah, it was in the doorway.
1: So the large frog is going to cast a spell with his first two actions. And it's only going to affect him, so unless somebody tries to recognize it, I won't tell you what it is. Yeah, I'll recognize it. Reaction to make that check. So go ahead and give me, uh, it's, it's up to you on it, which knowledge you want to use. All four traditions have this spell. 28. You don't know what this is. Yeah, it's a bad roll. So then it's going to, with its third action, lash out at the wizard with its tongue. Even though I'm invisible? Even though you're invisible. Just to
2: alleviate confusion, it casts True Seeing. Would it, You'd still have to do a counteract check, though, wouldn't you? Yeah, you'd have to do a counteract check against his invisibility. Oh, well, I suppose I would.
3: I mean, he's going to counteract the fuck out of it, but still... 19
2: on the die with a plus 27, it gets a 46. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So it doesn't end the invisibility. No, not at all. But he can see you. Does a 30 hit. Well, yep. And it's not going to deal you any damage, but its
1: tongue is going to wrap around your waist, and you are now grabbed, revealing the square that you're into its allies, Peach Pie. You lose your first action to being swallowed. It's your turn.
0: Well, I guess I'll do what I always do when I get swallowed. It's rather astonishing how many times I've found myself in this predicament. I will use one action to draw a bestial mutagen and another action to drink it. And I will turn into ferocious scary clown. And that's the end of my turn.
1: You're right. This does happen to you more often than I would have expected it to. (laughs) Does he need to make manipulate actions? A flat check. That's correct. Let's do that. You need two of them. Well, there's a 13 to draw. You successfully draw. And a 7 to imbibe, which you succeed as well. Jebediah, it's your turn. Ah, We got three little frog boys. A A
2: 33 uh, misses? Yeah, that's rough. Well, you know.
1: I conjure a chain lightning, starting with fey number two, the big one right in front of me. It gets a natural 1 on its (laughs) reflex save, critically failing. (laughs) These fatties were that reflexive. (laughs) The second one gets a success with an 18 on the die. Yeah, the reflex blows. It cascades over to the Brookadatch, the last remaining one in the room, and it gets a 34, which is a success. Well, the one that critical is the one that I want dead, so that's ideal. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we, we Gucci. Jesus. Oh, my God. How does a 101 pack people- <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Peach boy, <pie>, come out. <laughs> does it just explode and I'm just standing there? Like, it just explodes in a ball of electricity? <laughs> That's such a cool image. This, this frog creature has this lightning just enter in through its mouth, and it actually... Poof, just explodes, and, and pieces of viscera and flesh hit everybody in the area. Peach Pie! Hello! I hope you didn't get shocked. <laughs> I'll uh, do half damage on the last dodge or 22, and then the other that frog will take 22 as well. God, I rolled so good. <laughs> yeah, you did, man. So, uh, Jebediah deals 200, Damage Or like 191.
2: 150. Those other two were halved.
1: Oh, that's right. Thank you. That's still pretty devastating, and now there's stuff everywhere. Peach Pie, you're just kind of standing where the large frog creature died, covered in gunk. How lovely. Well done, Jebediah. Thanks. Wizard,
3: it's your turn. I fire a green ray at the big guy. And miss. Uh, You need to give me a flat five check to cast a spell. Uh, Six. I got a 33 to hit, which looks like it misses. 33 misses. I am going to hero point that and get a 39 to hit. Nice. That is a hit. So it needs to give a
1: fortitude save. It gets a 38. 26. 26. All right. The disintegrate ray hits the large frog creature. That hit bloodies it, but it is not dead. Do you do anything with your third action? Oh,
3: I'm grabbed. I tried to break the grab.
1: Okay. Go ahead and give me uh, well whatever check you want to use to grab it, or to
2: athletics or acrobatics, whichever. Which? Or unarmed. <laughs> Just going to imagine acrobatics. the unarmed trick
1: is not the best way to do it.
3: An attack trick would reduce this, right? Yes, because you attacked with the disintegrate. We'll give it a shot, but probably not going to work. Oh, so it'd be a thirty.
1: Thirty versus its athletics DC is a failure. So the wizard remains grabbed. I'm just going to skip the guy who runs the roulette table because he's just cowering in the corner.
2: When Brugadach 6 starts his turn, I need a reflex save.
1: Okay, so Brugadach 6 starts his turn, gives a reflex save for a 33.
2: He takes half damage from Consuming Darkness as it continues to deal damage. So only 4.
1: He takes that 4 damage. Dots. With its first action, it is going to flee backwards.
2: Minus 5 movement.
1: Even though his speeds are reduced, he moves outside of the emanation of the consuming darkness and sidles up next to the large frog. And with its second and third action, it is going to throw a produce flame at Jebediah. And Peach Pie gets in the way, so you actually get a plus one to your AC on this.
2: Not fire on the Forge Dwarf.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I keep unintentionally doing very inefficient things for a 27 to hit. That will be a miss. The uh, produce flame ball hits the wall on the back and sizzles out. I light a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> Which takes us up to the top of round nine. Moonlight gives me a will save.
2: I suppose he's, even though he's dead, I still have to do that, huh? Correct. Nat, nat 20 for a 42. Yeah,
1: that's a success. You will not sob uncontrollably this round.
2: Okay. Action one. I will sustain my consuming darkness to increase it by five feet. Would Gugadach 6 have to do it again because he's re-entering the space or since he already had to do it once his turn?
1: The first time each turn you sustain the spell, the radius increases by five feet. That has nothing to do with it. Each enemy that enters the area or begins its turn in the area... So it's not enter well, it is entering the area.
2: It is entering the area. At least that's what we've always how we've always done it anyway. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So they each need to give a reflex
1: save. We get a twenty-six from the Brugadach, and then a twenty-eight from the big
2: frog. So those each fail, they'll take the full three D six damage, which is twelve, and they each have a minus ten foot speed while they're in the area.
1: Interestingly, the giant frog has zero for its speed now.
2: Oh, wow, that is interesting. <laughs> I think we'll go back to an oldie but a goodie. We're going to throw a book at Brucadatch number six. You're doing what? I haven't done this in a while. We'll throw a book. That's <laughs> <laughs>
1: Moonlight brings out the uh, Golden Book of Abadar for the first time in a lot of levels. Forty-eight damage. Oh, and it just smacks this guy right in the face, and he tumbles end over end, and his head is crushed by the Golden
2: Book. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you do that more often? Because <laughs> everything's AC is getting so fucking high. I, it's true. I it's miss true. a lot. I don't. I don't use things that d- attack AC like ever. Uh, that's my turn. That was a that was a pretty clutch hit. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, that takes out the final Brugadash, which leaves in this theater all of the actors on the stage who are performing feverishly, and that takes us over to the final Big Frog, who can't actually move. It will not maintain the grab.
2: Oh, it starts its turn in the area. It needs to give me a reflex save. So it might actually get to move if it succeeds. Nope, it doesn't. 26 to to fail. Takes another 9 damage and has negative 10 movement speed. Cast
1: Lightning Bolt at Peach Pie and Moonlight. Give me reflex
2: saves. 31? Like the one time I actually have a reaction I can make. I can't use reactions. (laughs)
1: 41. Nice. So a 31... Fails. 41 succeeds. 25 damage <laughs> is the full.
2: Some of the shadows around Moonlight go away. But Moonlight does not seem affected. At 18 temporary points, so he oh,
1: nice. is just perfect then. Then with its final action, it's going to make a jaw attack versus Peach Pie. And gets a 46 to hit. Critical hit. 70 points. Of bludgeoning damage. ish. it chomps down on you. Well, that's its turn, Peach Pie. It's
0: yours. Action one, pick up my hammer. Action two, move back around behind him. Action three, smack him.
1: On your second action, you need to give me a fortitude save. Not a fortitude save. 37. You're fine. His strands of, of ethereal darkness attempt to keep you in place, but it's not able to.
0: I am Ethereal Darkness. No, that's my light. <laughs> And we'll
1: get a 41 to hit. A 41 is a hit.
0: And we'll deal him 43 damage.
1: Nice rolls. He takes it all. He's not looking great. I'm done. Then after Peach Pie, Jebediah. It's your turn.
0: Come on, buddy. Everyone's not dead yet? Come on up here and flank him with me.
1: That sounds fun. I will do just that and run up and swing but the guy's see is fucking massive so I'll go back to casting spells <laughs> <laughs> wait hold on did you move up with your first action swing with your second uh, aww <laughs> spells aren't fun <finer. laughs> you have one action left alright I'll attempt another strike that's why the magus is better
2: oh hey
1: 34 a 34 hits
2: because of flanking because of flanking. 21 damage.
3: The wizard, it is your turn. Magic missiles. <laughs> Third level magic missiles, so 6 volts. I accidentally rolled 8. Well, pew, 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 you deal
1: 19 points of damage, but it is not dead. Which is going to take us to the top around 10. Moonlight, it's your turn.
2: I guess I'll sustain my spell which doesn't actually do anything on my turn. It'll make it bigger, but he's already in it, so it doesn't make a big difference. I guess I try to throw a book at him. 38.
1: <laughs> That's a hit.
2: We're going to deal um, 22 damage with the book.
1: <laughs> As it's opening its mouth to lash its tongue out at Jebediah, who's come up to encounter him, the golden book flies down its throat, and it starts coughing on it and choking, and then it falls over dead. Congratulations! It was a huge fucking combat!
0: was a huge fucking combat indeed. Woo! Thanks for hanging in there with us on that one. Hey, I think it was pretty fun. But what about all these enchanted people on the stage? What about Gitarin and Cubby? What about this great big huge entertainment all that now seems to need new management? Oh, the possibilities. To find out what they are, join us again next time as we continue the Extinction Curse. And until then, may you have many great adventures of your own. It's your
1: turn.